0: This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan. Podcast, And today on the show, we'll be discussing the Swannies' first win of the year against the Blues last Saturday, Woo! the upcoming Clash this Thursday night against Melbourne at the SCG, as well as everything else, Sydney Swans. It's Benny Andrew in the driver's seat once again, and I'm joined in the Podular Media Studio, as always, by Madison Clark and Dave Baxter. And we finally get back the one, the only, Tommy Flanagan.
1: How are you, mate? Very well, mate. Very up and about after the Swanny have got their first win of the year and wrapped to be back in in the uh, Poddle Media studio with you boys and talk about the mighty Bloods again. It's good to have you back, Debs. Jays,
0: we tipped a few in on the weekend.
2: That we did, Benny, Um, but it was Um, well-deserved. You always have to celebrate the wins like it could be your last, as we saw um, going live on the Instagram. Um, We definitely got some good (laughs) footy content, as we like to say, Um, and I'm definitely feeling a lot better about um, the season going forward after just getting the job done against the Blues. Mads, lovely to have you here, mate.
3: I'll tell you what, it's good to be here. Good to be here after a win. Uh, Benny and just Tommy sitting in the the smallest chair in the studio. Uh, I'm sure, sure he's, 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 been, he's been shown his. <laughs> we've shown him his way to the naughty corner. I'm sure he'll be uh, be looking to uh, reclaim his spot as the host. So we'll see how he goes tonight. This will be a, a bit of a trial run for you. But no, very very good to have a W on the board, boys. Uh, it's been a tough couple of rounds. So uh, let's get stuck into it. Well, look, boys, Debs and I were there. And let me so tell you, I, there were not too many. You were? I was. Why didn't you come join us? Oh, sorry, I wasn't in the medallion club. I was, <laughs> oh, I was okay. Up there with the, okay with the yeah, plebs absolutely. at Head Stadium. I was actually right next to Horse.
0: And let me tell you, I turned to him once or twice. I didn't get much from him. But regardless, Heaney. That's, that's my first point conversation. Well, first was, point of conversation. Benny,
3: it was a complete game from a complete player, wasn't it? 30, over 30 touches? No, he uh, he actually on the had, guys. I've got the stats right here, you'll be happy to know, he actually had 26 disposals. 20, uh,
2: 26 and four. Um, correct, and 18
3: of which were contested disposals. And how many grabs there, Mads? Um, uh, that would actually be eight
1: marks.
2: Yes, I don't think that's been done by too many players.
1: If we're going to challenge this year, we need him at his best every week, and he was showing that brilliant best on Saturday, and hopefully that rolls on to next week against Melbourne.
0: Well, he got off to an absolute fly with that that check
3: side. That was absolutely obscene.
2: The set shot, a bull na-na, bring it out every week, Haynes. I absolutely love that, boys.
3: But I tell you what, anybody who I guess is criticised not having him run through the midfield uh, as frequently as they otherwise would want, four goals, probably keeps him in the forward line predominantly.
2: And I think we'll touch on that, Mads, when we go to the um, the social question this week that involves the midfield. Um, as we've spoken about uh, throughout the podcast previously, um, it's good that we I, I like having Heaney up forward and, and Mills down back. And then we don't have to play as many people and trying to find that bit of continuity in the midfield. Um, and I think we found that a, a lot more this week. That's for sure. Yeah.
3: Definitely. I think some players really staked a claim to to be there. So we'll go through that in the social question. Uh, Ultimately,
0: we lose the likes of Jared McVeigh down back to what is actually looking like a pretty long term stint on the sidelines. Significant loss. As well as Will Hayward down. Broken jaw. Also a significant loss. For potentially up to six weeks. Um, And I was watching that from the other side, that incident from the other side of the ground. He went flying. I couldn't actually tell who it he, was. At the he time. spun
3: three sixty midair. Yeah,
0: it was quite the feat to watch. But uh, unfortunately, two two big losses, as uh, as Tommy says.
1: Yeah, both. It's very upsetting. Both of those incidents, seeing them um, on the footage, and uh, sadly, both set to have an extended period on the sidelines. And Will is probably, other than Bud, um, has been our most consistent forward. Um, in the last couple of years, fastest to 50 goals apart from Bud. We've mentioned that on the program a few times, but I'll say it again. So vital um, vital player to our setup, up and we're going to miss him a lot. And, of course, the experience of Maca down back, we always value that. It concerns me with Macca. That's a pretty serious
3: injury for a man his age who has been uh, the consummate pro- professional in terms of his ability to stay on the park, but uh, it concerns me now. Well, I mean, look,
0: this is kind of the risk that we took with him yeah. and it's why he's only on one-year deals is because these sorts of soft tissue injuries are just going to happen and it's apparently a pretty serious tear, hence why they're sort of ballparking it at six to eight weeks at the moment, Deeps.
2: Yeah, echo that for sure, boys. Um, yeah, six to eight weeks, it's a big time to have often a quad in his kicking leg too. I think that's going to be – they're going to be very careful with him and he's going to go through everything that he has to do and make sure he, um, he gets – his body right because he's he's so important to us down back. And in the first three weeks, he's definitely in our top five players. It's so his there, leadership. There is, there is no doubt about um, what Macker brings to the table. We talk about it all the time and, and we're going to have to cover him. Um, someone's going to have to step up.
0: Well, Tommy, is it into the deep end for, uh, for Lloydy? Does he just automatically slot into that role, do you think?
1: Uh, very well could. He was magnificent again on the weekend, 32 disposals, and he's fourth in the comp overall for disposals, so having another great year. The reigning Skilton medalist, and if uh, if that count was to be stopped now, he probably would win again, the way, the way he's going at the moment, so he could slot into that role. Can we just touch on my man? Who Yonzi. That? Zach Jones.
2: Yes.
3: Just a quiet 31. Three tackles. Yeah, we like that. Probably the, the best game we've seen him play in a... A while, I'd say over a year.
0: Yeah, I was pretty impressed with him. I, I The thing that I love most was him going through the middle and delivering up forward. So instead of actually coming out of the back, out of the back half of the ground, uh, I think it, A, minimizes damage from anything, from those Zach Jones errors, but we also get the best, the best of it. That, that bursting
1: that, run and drive out of the middle. Yeah, exactly.
0: also, that. So good.
3: Out of touching it 31 times, only two frees against as well. So I think that's pretty good output from the uh, the much maligned man who uh, who we love so dearly on the true bloods up against his
1: brother this weekend, which would be interesting. Huge. I'd love to see them go head to head. Huge.
2: I think we're finding a lot, um, just a bit of balance between our in and under ball getters. So you, Joey Kenny's, you, Luke Parkers, and with the likes of Papley. And Jones going through there. There's just a bit more pace in there, boys, yep. and I think that was really noticeable out of the middle, just being able to break away from the contest at quick 10, 15 metres and getting the ball in there nice and quickly into the forward line. It, it There was a massive difference on the weekend, that's you, for sure.
3: I think you could include Harry Cunningham in that too.
2: Definitely, definitely.
3: 20 yep. disposals as well. So uh, that's the pace we need and uh, and hopefully... They kept rolling on like that, but and I,
1: I, th- and those guys that pace getting into form this week. It's a noticeable improvement from where they were probably at in the first two games. Didn't we? Didn't see that much of the likes of Cunningham and Jones in the first two games, and up and about in the weekend. Definitely,
2: we spoke. We've spoken about it a few times with Papley. He's just got that evasiveness, boys, and that that's some something that not many of our midfielders have either. Is that sort of being able to take a player inside, get around it, just gain those few metres before delivering the ball. Uh, it's really adding another dimension to us and I'm, I'm really liking how the midfield's sort of starting to settle down a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Tommy, your man. a big chief. Big choice.
1: How yeah, good was he? I absolutely loved his game, especially, better scoreboard impact. Been <laughs> a bit more time up forward. Loving it. Yeah, love the big man floating forward and kicking a snag and 40 hit outs against Matty Loby Just gave him a bit of a bath and love seeing seeing a bit of that. And, and I've, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this. He's actually released his own podcast on, on the Swans seen. website. Conversation with Cal. And surely, Tommy, surely you need a bit of credit
3: for that, for sparking that for sinkers.
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it's got anything to do with me. Cal is a great media performer, always has been. So um, that's his own that's his own little baby, and I'm excited to see it take off for him. He interviewed Jared McVeigh this week, and um, it's a great listen. So you should pop onto the Swans website and check it out if you haven't already.
2: Uh, Bud, Deeps, what did you make of his game? Started off pretty well. He was on top of Jones early, and I think Jones fought back pretty well. Um, he's always a bit unlucky for mine with the umpires. He gets mm. some close contact, there, and I think they're le- letting a bit more go with Bud this year. But he, we, we know what he can do, and he's always sort of dragging that attention, takes sort of the two or three defenders, and I think that left the likes of Reed. He looked pretty dangerous up forward. Um, So I was pretty pretty happy with Bud's game. Happy that he sort of only kicked the two goals and we still managed to get the job done. So the reliance wasn't there on him to get the four points for us.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing with Bud, though. Like, even even in a performance where he's supposedly sort of well-held, he can still deliver two to three goals. He was a contributor. Exactly. uh, And that's all we need from 22 players.
3: He also set up at least two goals. So... That's yeah, what exactly. You want from him.
0: Which, yeah, and and that's your that's your quiet performance. Yeah, and to, to touch on what you say, Deeves, about about Bud and the umpires, I've I've got my own sort of Synopsis like I, I just feel like with Bud, whenever it's there, plain as daylight, it's never called. But then I reckon he gets all the soft, he gets a couple of soft ones. Yeah, as there well. was that one in the first and, quarter where yeah, that, it was, that was that very, very soft, yeah. very, very soft. soft, very soft. But they, then you're looking at it and like it just get, it just gets everyone so riled up. Everyone's get starts getting stuck into Buddy. That you heard the chance starting. Buddy yeah. is a wanker. Like there was, it was all it was on for young and old with the uh, with the Blues faithful. What I will say for the Blues for uh, for your mob, Tommy, <laughs> there I, I don't really consider them easy beats anymore. I, I, I reckon there's a lot of that talent that we've always talked about. The likes of your Crips, but even guys like Fisher. I love the game
1: from Walsh. Um, Ed Kernan's turned into a great player as well. Ed Kernan.
2: Amazing, huge, amazing. Although, what did he kick four, not bad. Yeah, he kicked four.
0: All those, all those years running around with the best bikes in the uh, in the league teaches finally, a few things. Finally, finally learned a couple of things. Good <laughs> on him. No, but and I thought a guy. I think a guy as we spoke about last week, Harry McKay. He was even just from a from a structural setup point of view, he's fantastic. He's,
3: for a, them. he's a good marking forward, especially when you don't have Charlie Kurnow up there. He uh, he created a lot of headaches for us and kept the door open at the end of the third quarter as well.
0: Uh, didn't mind, didn't mind the uh, the effort from your mob, Tommy. Deeb's after the game, you had a bit to say about Tommy McCartan's
2: performance. I did. I was very impressed with uh, how McCartan actually went up uh, down back, and I, I, we have to credit our our own Tommy Flanagan for having him in his in his team up in the back line. He's clearly seen something there that I definitely didn't. I didn't have him in my team at the start of the year, but I think there's definitely a role for him to play down there. He's a uh, Big contested grab and he competed really well up back, which he did show up forward last year. So I was very impressed with his performance. Uh, Tommy?
1: Well, my reasoning for that at the start of the year was he's just a great player. So you, you have to find a way to squeeze him in somewhere. If the forward line stacked, then put him back because he's a gun.
3: Especially we, we lauded his ability to halve contests. And if you can do that up forward, then you're going to still be pretty handy down back to, to uh, bring the ball to ground.
2: Yeah, he's just got that competitive nature about him, and and that's what you need going up back. I think he's going to slot in there well with um with, and uh, sorry, just a touch on Grundy as well. I think he's out for a few more weeks. Which, yeah, another um,
0: another two on the sideline at this stage. We're pretty stretched. Yeah, so so yeah, there's mate.
2: there's probably a spot for McCartan up there, especially with sort of Malikan struggling for some form in the first couple of weeks, um, and with Rampy having to take on a more senior role down there. I think there's definitely that spot for McCartan now, and I was impressed with what he did on the weekend.
1: And I th- think it's good for the likes of Ali Malik and McCartan to, to play together and, and get a bit of experience it's playing pretty, alongside pretty each other. a young
2: crop down there. Yeah. They're like the, Very they're new young breed. Young. breed.
1: yep. Very young crop.
2: And, and this is what we continually do, boys, and this is why we've been so good for so long. We just brew these players and they, they come in at the right time and they just play their roles. We know we can bring in a player when it's required, and they get the job done. He didn't look out of place at all, and that's why we've been so good for so long.
0: Yeah, I was. I was actually also pretty impressed with Rampy's game down back. I thought he actually, at being the senior head, I thought he really held it together quite well. But I was actually enjoying him sort of pushing up the ground as well. Yeah. Um, as well, he was really forcing a bit of a press. I
3: was really happy to see our our defence really pushing up the ground. He had a few inside 50s as well. We played a, a much more of an attacking brand of footy, didn't we? It was quicker. Yeah, much quicker. Aggressive. A lot of, lot of handballs. Um, a lot had, of running through the middle. I think we, we had almost 100 more disposals than yeah. them as well. So we were moving the ball around a lot, which was really
1: good to see. Tommy. Debs, I really appreciated your artistry on the weekend. Uh, Walk you away from the game and uh, <laughs> <laughs> break you into song. The, the Mighty Beatles got a rendition.
2: It did. It did. It looked to be honest, boys, I just saw the opportunity. It um, just came to us. It did came to us. I said, look, Benny, you better get the phone out here. There could be some good footy content. Like, we, we love that down here at Podular Media. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I saw my opportunity. I grabbed it with uh, two hands. Tune in to the uh, Facebook page. It's up there for anyone that wants to ha- have a look at um, my vocal talents. They are better than average, I will say, <laughs> myself. And, yeah, tune in, boys. Love that stuff.
0: Yeah, I can certainly... Uh, I can certainly... Oh, how did you hold it together, filming it? <laughs> I, I would have been. I would have ruined in the video by laughing. I was in tears, <laughs> and I wasn't laughing. I was crying tears of joy. He was <laughs> 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 speaking words of wisdom. I was crying tears of joy. Up. It was That's absolutely funny. amazing. No, but uh, look, you know, when you when you're in that, just that headspace, you've had the win. Obviously, you've had a, a couple of, of had, had a couple of froffies. Yeah, a bit of sauce, Tommy, mate. <laughs> It just And it just came to us.
2: Yeah, You know what I wasn't happy about, boys? I did see a couple of guys on a few pages saying, oh, he's crapping on like he's won a grand final. No, boys, it's about celebrating the wins when you get them. That's you it. never know when it's going to be your last. We've got the season off to a start. We've had the first W. There's no need for any negativity. It's just all about celebrating the wins, boys. Get around the boys. Up the Swannies. Up the Swannies. <laughs>
0: You're speaking words of wisdom, babe, that's yeah, for sure. are. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a catch we, we, cry from now on. We might on. have
2: to just cut that uh, those uh, vocals in and work them into a stinger, I think. <laughs> well,
0: they'd be better than the stingers that we had last season, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure some of the True Bloods faith would be appreciating one of the, uh, the new stingers that we've got going. They I know would. I know.
2: I am. Definitely, Benny, there's no doubt about that. There's no...
0: <laughs> was that your was that your handiwork, Tommy? Oh, I don't believe I had <laughs> anything <laughs> to do with the new <laughs> stinger, but <laughs> I'm wrapped that the old ones are gone. <laughs> 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 Over to the True Bloods Player of the Year. Who's got the one vote for us, Mads?
3: Benny, I do, as it were. Uh, the one vote was somebody who we've lauded the last couple of I'm weeks, I'm nearly claiming Debes. him as my man. I well, well just, hang you on You just on a settle down there, okay, Debs. Yeah, okay, all right. He's, uh, I think he's a shared man. He's a shared man of the True Bloods. And that is Mr. Tom Papley. Tom up the guts, Papley.
2: Tom, evasive, Papley. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. <clears throat> with uh, two votes, he's been probably our best player so far this year, Jakey Lloyd.
0: Lloyd. 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 Good, nap Thir- <laughs> Lloyd. Good to have yourself. Good to have you back.
2: 30-odd <laughs> touches again. He's going to be, have to step up into the leadership role next week with no uh, jazz. So looking forward to uh, Jakey Lloyd taking on some uh, leadership responsibilities up back.
0: Flanners,
1: your man, bringing in the three votes. The, the Big Chief with 40 hit-outs, eight marks, 16 disposals and a goal. Don't we love a little bit of that from the Big Chief and a new podcast to boot. Go check it out. <laughs> four votes, Mads. The four votes. Uh, this is a man
3: who... Uh, Speaking well, of much maligned. Much maligned. Uh, my man, Mr Jones. Uh, he was he was prolific through the midfield And uh, actually picked up 31 disposals, which I dare say would probably be somewhat of a record for him. So he gets the four. Yeah, I'd say that'd be career high. So he gets the four votes. And uh, five votes to the
0: main man, Isaac Heaney. 26 and four goals and a dominant display. Mads, I like how you put it earlier. Complete. Just complete. Superstar. And really just staking his claim as one of the... uh, Premier, the most elite in the competition. Absolutely. Darren the thing Isaac. that just
2: impresses me so much is how diverse he is. You see in that first quarter, he's the one picking up the ball out of the pack, evading and snapping truly. Then he's got the set shot from the boundary. Bull na-na, thank you very much. And then he's taking grabs and kicking set shots.
3: That's what they originally talked about uh, when he was coming out of the academy, how versatile he is. Yeah, because, versatile is the word. Yeah, because he he came also out of a rugby background as well as playing footy. So he's aside from all the skill um, aspects of his game, he's also tough as nails.
1: And you can we've seen him at stages, you know, being that intercept player across half back. He does that magnificently well. You throw him in, on ball and he, uh, you know, get it's us, get us going forward. And and he's probably uh, the best mid size forward in the competition. And boys, it's hard to go past him. Boys. He's also 21
3: years of age. And
0: Exciting.
2: One other thing we've forgotten, he is the reigning True Bloods player of, the of the year.
0: player of the year. Speaking of, Debs, heading to the leaderboard, Jakey Lloyd in the clear, 12 votes. Heaney close behind with eight. Sinclair, seven, two. four for Jones. He's three back. for Parker, three for Franklin, two for O'Lear, one for Papley, one for McVeigh, one for Kennedy. Boys, Oregon, time for a breather. Sounds good to me, Benny. I would have thought so. Back shortly.
1: G'day guys, it's Rob. And Adrian from Podular Media. I run The Sash, a filthy Essendon podcast. And I run The Debrief, a snobby Melbourne podcast. But don't hold that against us. We help create True Bloods. Even though I still have nightmares about Gary Rowan. And even though we haven't beaten the Swannies in almost a decade. But these blokes are the real deal of South Melbourne heritage. And we got it off the ground because we love good footy content. So if you're a fan of the Swannies. And True Bloods. Or you just love podcasts and you want to learn more more about how Podular Media can help create a podcast for you or your business, call 0488 0555 or email adrian at podularmedia.com. Imagine if Troy Luff had his own podcast. No, 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 mate. Imagine if LRT had a podcast. <sighs> wow. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to True Bloods.
0: Welcome back to True Bloods, as always, in the second seg, diving into the social commentary. We put the question to the True Bloods faithful. Zach Jones was outstanding on the weekend considering the new six 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 rule. Is he in our starting six best midfielders? If not,
3: who is your best six? Mads I liked what uh, what James Hacker had to say. <clears throat> Because it echoes a sentiment that we've uh, all agreed with all year. Jones, Kennedy, Paps, Parker, OFLO. And I wouldn't mind having Buddy in the middle. One fend off, one kick, and we are one on one in the goal square. I think James might be onto something because we all tend to agree. Chakes it up a little bit, demands a reaction, Benny. Absolutely. That's what we want. Well done, James.
2: Yeah, it's one thing we haven't seen yet is uh, Big Bud in the middle. But I think definitely think the time will come at some stage throughout the year. We are
3: begging for it last year and it didn't, so we'll see how we go.
2: That's it. And I think it's definitely probably going to come with him doing a bit more training this year. He's getting that match fitness right up and about now. So it's definitely something to look for, True Bloods. I've gone with uh, Damien Arnold Uh, You said, I loved him through the midfield on the weekend, same with Papley. They both added speed and a bit of flair. I think it's important to have options through the centre, and I'm enjoying seeing a lot of guys going through there lately. Having said that, my ideal midfield is Jones, Kennedy, Parker, Heaney, Hewitt, and the big chief. Then we can add in Mills, Florent, and Papley when we need them. That's depth right there. It is, and that's where I like it. You've got your core six, and then there's one, two, or three that start to go through there every now and then. But you've got that core of six. That's what I like about that. Tommy?
1: Yeah, I've gone with... Darren Thompson, he said uh, we need 10 rotating through the middle, if not more blokes who can go back or forward. Jones is one of them. So that's a nice uh, balanced statement there. But I I tend to agree with it. We've got a couple of options with our midfield mix. You can either go stacked and put all the stars in there. So that's Sinclair with Heaney, Lloyd, Parker, Kennedy and Franklin. So you put all your best players in there. And we've got that option to do that stages throughout the year. But I probably like the more balanced uh, midfield that we've been trialling recently with Sinclair plus Parker, Kennedy, Jones, Papley, Hewitt or Mills, I've gone with Hewitt I think in this instance with Franklin and Heaney Ford, and then Lloyd and Mills outside. It gives us mm-hmm. a bit more balance. So I think that's probably our best midfield and agree with uh, what old mate uh, Darren Thompson said. We need uh, multiple players rotating through the midfield and we've now got got the option to do that with both of those uh, different setups, the balanced one and the stacked one. Who have you got,
3: Benny? I went
0: with, uh, with Liam Spence. Liam Spence gave us four. He said he wouldn't mind seeing Jones and Cunningham running in alongside Kennedy or Parker at the centre bounce. Get some pace in there, yeah. and I actually like that as well because I also lean into um, the idea of rotating other mids through as well. You the likes of yahini uh, hopefully Mills, Florence. That's why. That's what sort of stood out to me about Liam's post. But uh, the True Blind faithful, they never let
3: us down, boys. Begging for pace.
2: They're always good. It does lead on to the discussion of the midfield balance, I feel. Uh, we mentioned it in previous pod podcasts. I'd, I personally don't like to see 10 or 11 go through there because I, I think it affects the sort of continuity that the group can get going. That's why I like that call six with um, sort of your, your Mills pitch hitting or your Heaney Pitch hitting, or even someone like a buddy in there for five minutes. What do you boys sort of think on that? Do you like to see the the large numbers going through there, or a bit more of a core group?
0: I look, I'm happy to have a certainly have a smaller core group going through. Uh, for for what I personally like. I, for me, it's pace because we've got these blokes in there, in these seasoned heads in Kennedy and Parker, who are just absolute contested bulls. Mm-hmm. They've got the size, most important, well, you know, they've got the width to throw themselves around and, and win contested ball. So what I want to see is what we all keep talking about uh, from the Carlton game in something like Jones and Papley having this explosive yeah. pace. That's, what I, that's what's most important to me in the midfield mix.
2: You would think with... Seeing how that played on the weekend, that how how successful it was, we're definitely going to see Papley and Jones in there. That, that's just what I feel. Hopefully, horse is seeing it that way because I think as the general supporter, we love seeing it. Well, for mine, I think for, for yours, pa-
3: Matt. For mine, I think Papley has had two solid, solid games in the midfield. So he, w- it would be very hard to say. Actually, go back to Ford Pocket, Tom. Um, I, I, like, I actually like the idea of having a bit more of a rotation of people. Yep. It's sort of like, you know, in ice hockey... How they have different lines of people because it's such a sort of physical game in terms of um, in terms of fitness, I guess people people get drained so quickly. I like the idea of having people swapping in and swapping out. It keeps everyone fresh, and I think in, in talking about pace, that's what we've all been absolutely begging for for so long. I think that will help and uh, help guys run out games. What do you think, Tommy?
1: Yeah, I think for the um, majority of games, we should go with, with that rotation and have the likes of Florent and Cunningham and Hewitt, uh, Mills, Heaney, all rotating through there with, you know, Parker and Kennedy are always there. There's um, room pa- for all of them, right? Pa- Papley and Jones have shown that they, they can be capable there. But I think with also the view to, if the game's on the line, we've got the option of really stacking it with Heaney, Parker, Kennedy, with Lloyd, Franklin, yeah. and, and just just... Um, when push comes to shove, we've got the option to stack the stack the middle with big guys ends. that have done it a billion times yep. that are happy to do it again.
2: It sort of is a game by game proposition as well. It's sort of who is the midfield there? What what are they bring to the table? Have they got pace in there? Have they yeah. got in and under players in there? You sort of got to match them up one on one too. So I suppose that comes into it. It's just sort of I was worried about this. It looked a bit dysfunctional in there in the first round, round one and round two. Came good on the weekend, um, and yeah, I just don't want to see it sort of go down the way of getting dysfunctional in there.
0: Well, he's hoping that the uh, the trusted heads of the coaches box will keep us. Uh, well, obviously, keep tuning into True Bloods, and they'll hear our cries.
3: Not noted for uh, listening to us very regularly, but. Hopefully that changes. All men. we
2: can do, boys, is keep trying. We'll keep putting our word out there, and it'll get through. I'm telling you, boys. I'm telling you. Might
0: have to go into your next busking performance, dudes.
2: That's <laughs> it. Well, that got some traction, so I'm sure we can uh, tag the Swanies in there. You know, if the uh, Swanies uh, AFL media are listening out there, you know, where our our opinion is always uh, ready to be given. I guess so. Tune in
1: now, Benny. I know you're hosting tonight, but I've just had an impulse at the top of my head for, for a new segment, and I. I Think that we should we should just give this a crack here. I I, I like to play a game when I'm uh, sitting at the back with a few mates, uh, having a couple of beers called Who Wears Who Wears. And it's a game I've come up with myself, and I'm a big fan of it. Um, so if I was to say to you, Mads, for example, yes, Who Wears Who Wears number five for Sydney, you would say.
3: Uh, who wears currently? Yes, Isaac Heaney.
1: Yes, and if I was to say who wears who wore number five for Sydney, what would you say? Perhaps Ryan O'Keefe. Perhaps Ryan O'Keefe. That would be a good answer. So, um, but it's not the answer for this one. I've gone with a different one. So who who else who wears oh, who wore number five for? Geez, knowing you, you, you would have gone yeah, back into you know the bloody archives. I'm going to say. O'Brien? Craig O'Brien is correct. So that is how this game is played. It's up to. It's give up, me a bit of credit for that, I think. That's all right. Yeah, no, that's that's a, that's a good one, Mads. You, so you've basically done, you done what, man? Me, what you're telling us
0: yeah. is you've, you've come up with a game to make us all look like clowns, uh, just no, like you did last year.
1: And now, it's just a bit of fun. It's just a bit of fun. So, all right. So I'll, it I'll I'll, you
0: I'll, you was a lot more fun when you weren't back in the studio, i gonna be honest. <laughs>
1: Alright, so Let's do it Let's give it a whirl if, if it works, Let's we'll, we'll keep running with it If it doesn't, we'll, we'll never do it again Alright, so, so another- I'm going to give uh, Who wears, who wears firstly And then I'll give a Who wears, who wore And uh, we'll tally up the points At the end And, and see who's done the best So sure. Alright, so Who wears, who wears Number 33 For the Swannies <laughs> <laughs> I, I know who, I know who wore it I know who wore it so Who wears, who wears Number 33 uh, Is it Melican?
2: 33? No. Melican no. is not 33. <laughs> He's he 43. Right. <laughs> he 43. He 43. So, Tommy, are you
0: yeah. trying to mash together the Obscure Swan segment and, and <laughs> this Who Wears Who Wears? It's, it's got a little bit of similarity know, to it. Yeah. I know
3: the who wore. Can, yeah. I, can I do that? We, we, we're going we'll for Who there. Wears? We'll get who get who Wears? 33. At this stage.
1: Is it Jack Maybell? He made his debut last year. Is it Toby Pink? It is not Toby Pink. He made his senior debut last year against Brisbane and kicked a goal. So uh, certainly not your man, got James no. Riley. I got it, I got He's it. Got it. See,
2: is it um, Stoddard? Riley Stoddard is correct, number 33. Who wore?
1: Who wears who wore, number 33. Jared, Jared Moore. Jared oh, Moore Jared 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 is correct, Moore. and that is how you play who wears who wears who wears who, wears who, Beautiful. who wore. Beautiful.
2: How many points you got, Benny? <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> <probably laughs> mads beat me into the uh, Jared Moore there. <laughs> Great, fantastic. going? <laughs> going on, go go on no. so far. <laughs> Have we got another one, or is we just going with no, that? No, no, that,
0: that's the second One a week. Beautiful. We like that. <laughs>
2: that was, that was short and sharp. Week. We like it. Short and sharp. Right,
0: so Dave's is coming in with the who wears who wore or who wears who wears yeah, next Yeah, you're week. next week. So we'll yeah, rotate, rotate it around. around. Yep, yeah. Sure. You want you right. a neck nominated? <laughs>
2: neck nom. <laughs> I'll neck nominate myself I'm all about that No, I like that Tommy Well Mads and I are on the board I'm very happy with that Tell so. you what
0: boys That was crash and bash podcasting oh, yeah, that,
3: <laughs> was, that was good, yeah, yeah, that was good. Was good. Oh, I liked it I that that was, that
0: was riding the lightning yeah. uh, That's it <laughs> I'm going to need a breather after that uh, We'll be back after this You're listening to True Bloods The number one independent Sydney Swans
1: band podcast
0: Welcome back to True Bloods. It is time for the home stretch, boys. Diving in to the game this Thursday night at the SCG versus the Dees. The Dees that are low on confidence at the moment, especially troubling for a confident side.
3: I've it's because they're rubbish. I've said it before. I've say, I'll say it again. They are a pea-hearted football club, and uh, they've proved it in the first three rounds of uh, this season. Tommy, again. I want you to elaborate on your input just
1: there. Oh, they're no good. They're, they're top few players. are you know, quality players. You look at Nathan Jones and Jack Viney and Max Gorn and Christian Petrarca and, so and can, Angus can, can Brayshaw and Clayton Oliver, handy players, but half of them are out of form can, and the rest of them are no good. Can I just stop you there? Christian Petrarca,
3: after every... Con- I was uh, I was down level one at the MCC, Benny. Naturally? Naturally. After every contest, every tiny little contest, even if he didn't get close to the ball, he looked so, so gassed. He could, He had no fitness whatsoever.
2: He's nearly a bit of the looks like Tarzan. Plays, plays like, Jane, like Jane, Dunny. Jane. The Barry Rollings. Yes, and that and that's how he how he looks. He, <laughs> shout out to Baz if you're listening. No, you're. That right. was
0: one of his favourite sprays. Yep. One of his favourite sprays. I know. have seen f- a few blokes.
2: I've seen a few blokes cop that from Barry. He's a big fan of the podcast. So g'day, Baz, out there. Um, yeah. Look, Petrarca. He he's got to pull his finger out. If, if Melbourne want to show something, um, look, they've been average for what their last four games now. Got smacked in a prelim, lost their first three. We can definitely get them while they're vulnerable here. They're, there's no doubt about that. And with the big injury of May going down as well, coming off a questionable preseason, coming back in average, Nick, maybe there is uh, some the bigger questions going down at, uh, at Melbourne.
1: And their new forward line is just not functioning at all. Their leading goal kicker this year uh, is Jake Melsham. With six The Sam Wiedemann's Milkshake Yeah they're, they're really missing Hogan Missing Hogan Yeah they, they? they can't handle Not having Hogan down there And Tom, Tom McDonald's doing nothing Now that Hogan's gone as well So Structure's gone to water Yeah They're uh, they're, they're in a bit of strife I reckon. And it's must win for us It is it, Like we, we have to continue To build on the momentum That we have built uh, last week against Carlton because big games coming up against Richmond and uh, GWS in the following weeks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it is it's toe to toe for both clubs, and I'm actually going to be looking for something out of our out of our side. Real dig, real fight. Uh, again, we we managed to avoid the goalless quarters last weekend. Thank God. But for God's sake, if it comes up again, it's just it's going to hamper
2: our efforts. Yeah, it's nice not to talk about them for once, Benny. That's for sure. I have a big role for one of your men, Tommy. Yes. George. 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 I think there's no doubt about who he goes to this week, and it's Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver, yep. And I think that would be universal amongst us boys. I Absolutely. really I really want to see George get the job done on Clary.
3: And get some footy himself. Get
2: some footy himself, which yep. he, we know he can do, boys. He, he's, oh, look, he's been serviceable this year. I just want to see him have that ripping game. Um, no,
3: let's be honest. He's been quiet.
2: He, he has. He did a he's good job quiet. on Laird. Um, in that losing game against Adelaide. Um, but, I, yeah, I, just, I really want to see him get the, the job done, Tommy.
3: Speaking of jobs to do, another one of your men, Tommy. Yes. Sinkers.
1: Yes, and, and I was that just is, about... Th-
3: that oh. is, uh, the, uh, for mine, probably the most important job there is.
1: And I was just about to say, if George can negate Clary and uh, Sinkers can break even with Gorms... That's all he needs to do, break even. And we can put pressure on their forward entries. That's the game. We win. Yep, hard to argue. Our, our forward line's going to kick enough goals against their defence. Cut off their even, supply, even without Will Haywood, who's a superstar. We're going to miss him, but it, it, we're too potent for them with Franklin, who usually turns it on against the Ds. He's actually never lost against the Dees. Fifteen and zip. I hope they. I hope they. Um,
3: I hope they chuck Oscar McDonald on, buddy.
1: Yeah, and that'll be that'll be that'll hilarious. Be hilarious. Um, and cool. then uh, Reed, Heaney, Blakey, Ronk, Papley. That's a handful for Melbourne defence. I'd just say if we put enough pressure on them going inside forward 50, they're not going to be able to kick a winning score against us. Yeah,
0: look, I, it's a really interesting... I'd love to see Buddy light up and kick a bag. I'd love to see him absolutely light up. Buddy, Heaney like, and Parker are the like three I'd about. love
1: to see dominate this week. Absolutely dominate. Yep. They're all usually on fire Prolific against, against the Demons, yeah. Do it again, boys.
0: And the thing is, Tommy, you, you, you talk about from a game plan and a strategy point of view as to why they're not going to be able to keep up. But then you look at the fact that at the end of the day, they also are such a confidence outfit and they just have have nothing Mm. at the moment. Absolutely nothing.
2: I think another one to look at in the midfield too is Brayshaw. He's is, uh, is the other bit of quality that they have in there. Vine is sort of bit, a bit off the ball, so I think he can go about his own game and go head-to-head in the midfield. But yeah, Brayshaw and Clary, for me, um, they're the guys we really want to make sure they don't get off the leash early and uh, keep that uh, that momentum down.
3: Brayshaw was really the only one who showed much last week. Um, He's pretty good. He's a pretty handy player, yeah. but, so we'll, we'll certainly have to watch him as well.
0: Well, this is what we're saying though. They, they yeah. don't, It's not like they're
3: they're.
1: Talentless. They're not bereft of
3: talent. Yeah.
0: I want to see
1: Buddy take kick five and Haney take another mark of the year like he did in this game last year. And, and once great. again,
2: I think we can stretch them with Reed down there as well. Yeah, Reedy kick a Reed, few. you. Reedy's be been good, mate. He's really coming yep. good. Um, still running under the ball a bit, Benny, which does frustrate mm. us a lot. But I think he is starting to get that touch back, and if, if we can get Bud and he, uh, sorry, and Reed just working in unison, twin towers up there, that's going to stretch every defence in the league and that's going to help us kick that winning score, which we still haven't kicked above 100 points in, in I think, it's fourteen game, once in the last 14 games now. Um, so we definitely need to hit yeah. the scoreboard a bit more.
3: They haven't played a lot of footy together. So, um, yeah, I hope they can just get a little bit more continuity uh, out of the more the games they play together. Uh, boys, but we do have a bit of a selection Matter to tend to as well, um, obviously. Hayward and McVeigh. Yes, correct. The uh, old reliable, Jared McVeigh, unfortunately, will be out for a while and the uh, up-and-coming Will Hayward. That, that'll that take a bit of a wind out of his sails. Uh, I really hate that. He's been great. He's good for a goal and a half a game, um, which, is, which is a bit annoying. But, uh, Tommy, who would you say is looking likely to uh, pop their head back in?
2: Well, I might take that one off your hands, Mads. It's nearly pretty obvious who come, comes in. Maybe, I'm not sure if one performance gets you straight into the team, but Benny, your man. <laughs> My man, I knew Jimmy, this was coming. Jimmy Rose, I think he had 39 and a snag on the weekend. If that, if one performance gets you a game in our side, when it's might, a no-brainer. He
3: might turn into a bit of a cult figure. Who knows?
2: Yeah, he absolutely could, mate, and uh, Benny would love to see that, I'm sure.
3: You love him, don't
0: you, Benny? Yep. Yeah, sure, great, yeah, 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 100%, yeah, 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 yeah. James Rose, 100%, love him, absolutely love him, mate, bring him in, and you know what, he can stay in if he can get 30 touches at a serious level, compete, and maybe put a goal on the board.
3: 26 touches, 4 goals, 8 tackles, how about that?
0: I want to be his biggest fan, but I'm not just going to be his fan. As far as I'm concerned, he's garbage until he proves me otherwise, because apparently he's, he lit it up all year last year in the NEFL, gave him one go at it, and he was nowhere. It's a bloody
3: big gap between NEFL and AFL. Bloody big gap.
2: No, it's, it's well justified, Ben. You're preaching to the choir here. Speaking of the Neaffle, Tommy. The Neafl. How the did they go down there this week? And who possibly could come in for our two injured players? Well,
1: James Rose has already been mentioned, but it was an outstanding victory for our Neafl side, defeating the Giants 15-19, 109 to GWS 12-8, 80. And uh, Ryan Clark, who was uh, dropped last week, he was impressive, also named in the best players. Double James ah. Rowbottom, uh, Colin O'Reardon, Lewis Melican, and uh, young Kilpatrick, one of our top-up players, also named in the best players. So Robottom, an interesting one. He, he could potentially slot into that McVay role. Uh, across- O'Reardon as well. Oh, O'Re- yeah, O'Reardon's yeah. the other one O'Reardon, O'Reardon,
2: who's there. I, I, probably he's, probably first, back,
3: he's probably first in line, you would have thought. And
1: McInerney's another one that you could think about as well. Uh, Kieran Jack. Uh, is that a possibility Uh, to come in for Will Hayward? They teased him last. They teased us last week that he might be. Yeah, I think
2: think they're the two ins for me is O'Reardon and Kieran Jack. With McVeigh going out um, with that experience, Kieran Jack, although he won't be playing back, just a bit more on-field experience, um, just be able to point the boys in the right direction. So I think he definitely could be there. And O'Reardon up back off uh, in the team, off half-back.
1: And where does that leave Ryan Clark?
2: Still got to do some time for me in the Niaffle. if he is,
0: set him a target. Say, so, mate, disposal efficiency at seventy-five percent at an average of seventy-five percent, and he can come back in. He's he's only lay young a tackle as well. One
3: tackle, No, lay, lay a few
1: oh, tackles. Yeah, one hundred percent.
3: He's only young. He's got he's got got a lot of lot of room to grow. Yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't worry about Ryan Clark too much.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he just needs to dominate. He comes it. he comes in ahead of James Rose. Yeah, at this rate. absolutely. But he started off round one, so they definitely rate him down there. But yeah, see, we...
3: Kurt, Kurt Tippett comes in ahead. James Rose, don't worry about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, <is> there... <laughs> I'd
1: hate to be James Rose listening to this podcast.
3: I don't think he'd listen, Tom. If he if he did listen, he's definitely stopped listening. Put it that way.
0: Well, I, actually, to be honest, I don't think we've done anything wrong by him. I mean, sure, I've had have had a couple. I've I've pulled a few I've put a few punches every now and then. But realistically, we've also said the same. We've always said the same thing. Give us something. Yeah, prove, give us it. Prove your worth. Yeah, hundred percent. Do it. Do it on an AFL. Do and it during fair. an AFL fixture. That's fair. I think. Yeah, that's fair. Because he does. He tears up the Neathle. Last year, he probably would have averaged well over thirty touches every week. He was getting over thirty touches. Had scoreboard impact, which I love. But then,
1: he just doesn't get it done when he gets a fixture. So we're saying Haywood McVeigh out, Jack and I read an in. This week. What role do
3: you That's have? That's what I'm calling for. Debs, yeah. what role do you have Jack
2: playing? It's just got to be that forward. It's not going to be pressure because he's not overly quick anymore. But it's, yeah, you're a lead-up player. And, yeah, get in dangerous spots and make someone look after you.
3: Maybe just like forward pocket. It,
2: yeah. You can put him down in forward pocket, even sort of half half forward. I think he, he knows the right, right leading patterns, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Although he's not overly big, and still be that, Link up player, yeah. and yeah. I th- that's how I see him playing a role in sure. 2019.
0: Do you put someone like a Florent onto a halfback flank in a I similar do. in a similar role? I do, and then we get to shuffle things around a little further. Yep. Um, do something more with with, with a guy like O'Riordan.
3: You don't need to don't need to mess with the side as much. And or, I, f- I think it injects Ollie into the game a little bit. Or may- sometimes uh, finds it hard.
1: Maybe it's as, as simple as a. Uh, like a Mills type or a Lloyd type has to go further back to the last line to cover that McVeigh role.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm more inclined to myself personally to to put someone like Mills back there as opposed to Lloyd because I'm loving what Lloyd's doing off yeah, half-back at the we, moment. We'd prefer. And I think it's I think it's an evo- I don't want to say it's an evolution of his game, but I think you know what I mean. I think he's being far more impactful. It's much more damaging, right?
1: Much more damaging. Yeah. It is an this interesting year. one to think about, though. Flow going. To that last, line. I like, yeah. I like it, I like
2: it. Composed with the footy, so yeah. he's definitely going to play the and right he can run, role.
0: yeah. No, oh, he'll back himself yeah. exactly, and that's realistically probably what we need. Like, like all we've talked about tonight really is is Lloyd stepping into that Lloyd. general role and being the and really setting us up out of the back line. Well, let's just substitute someone like a Florent who is going to benefit from the game time anyway, and we want to get more more runs on the board with him. Right, let's just put him back there and make some adjustments elsewhere. Yep.
2: Yeah, we've got we've got that good core four up back. And I'll, I'll tell you what I rate about our our, what back, rate, our back six is especially the types like Aaliyah and Mills is just the way they read the ball and put their line their body on the line. It's fantastic to see. Mills is that courageous, it's unbloody bloody believable. And alir the way he reads the ball, it's it's second to none. I think that's just great in our back six.
0: I certainly don't watch enough of the other games <laughs> to say that he's the best intercept marker in the comp. Her, but alir he's just unbelievable. Say it, just, just say it. Just say it. The way that he reads the pill in the air, it is a joke. He literally is in the best spot at this, every single contest.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is really his breakout year, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, best he's and a half
0: back in the comp. He's been
3: so good.
2: I echo everything that I'm hearing. His
0: confidence is sky high, boys. You can tell from his haircut. He's amazing. Uh, boys, into the tips. Obviously, we get the win on Thursday. Yes. Tommy,
1: how many? Uh, 74 points. <sighs> no, no, I'm go- I'll, I'll be a little bit less hectic than that. I'll go uh, uh, 33 points.
2: Comfortable six goals for me as well. That's what. just comprehensive. That's what I want to see. Up all game. Not having to chase our tails at all and uh, get the big W.
3: What we, what I think we should, or slash need to win by again to stake our claim as a competitive side, fifty points. What we will win by, three goals.
0: I'm going with a five goal win. A more than dominant before a perfectly dominant performance. But I don't think we're going to blow them out of the water.
1: Nope. As mentioned earlier. Probably not. You just you stop Oliver, you nullify Gorn, you break even with Gorn, and you put pressure on their forward entries and we have to win by a considerable margin.
3: Also the surface of the SCG is cooked. Yeah. That'll be interesting.
2: It is a worrying sign for sure. It's gonna come under fire. That's that's what
3: happens when you play five different sports on it frequently.
2: And this is the period leading up to Easter. Um it is under some pretty intense heat. There, yeah, it's definitely going to be. What is wrong about. with them? Well, like,
3: what, what, what do you think is going to happen?
2: As far as I can see, there's no other option. Um, but yeah, it's worrying, and we'll uh, see what happens in the next couple of weeks.
0: Friday night fixture: the Pies red hot at the moment, up against the Bulldogs, who may or may not have gotten a little bit complacent on the weekend. That's Friday night fixture at the MCG, Tommy. If it was at
1: Eddie Had I'd pick the Dogs. It's at the G. I'm going to say Collingwood. Collingwood, just. Tight like one. will be tight, yeah.
2: Tight one. Um, pies. pies by a couple goals, but very tight.
3: I don't think you should read into the loss to Gold Coast, like, much in the same way. You shouldn't have read too much into our loss to Gold Coast last, uh, last year. I think that was just a lapse. I think it'll be a very close game. I think Collingwood will win by two goals. It will
0: be the pies for mine, by five goals. I actually see them getting it done quite comfortably. They're, they're a bloody I, good side. I
2: comprehensively am, beaten by the Eagles last week. We must say, who are yeah. another bloody good side. They yeah.
3: are.
0: I We're wary
1: of the dogs though? We're yeah, wary of the dogs? They're, they're, at, their, at their best, they they can be tough to knock off. They're pretty definitely gritty little yeah, and they, and that, that midfield does bat pretty deep. Look at the likes of Lockie Hunter, Liberatore back into a bit of form. McCray's a gun. Uh, or obviously a handy player. So.
0: On to the Saturday games at GMHBA Stadium just down Geelong Road. We've got the Cats going up against the Giants.
3: They can do no wrong for mine. At home. Yep. One of the best home ground Correct. advantages
0: in the, uh, in the league. It's almost it
3: unfair, be, Ben.
0: It'll be four goals to the Cats. Yep.
1: Yep, concur, Ben. Jeremy Cameron, seven goals and 30 disposals on the weekend. He it's might a, win the Coleman this that's year. A big one for the Giants there, and I reckon he, the, the Giants will go down there, and he and Toby Green uh, are going to turn it on, and Giants Step to win. Step it up. Wow
2: Like it, Tommy.
0: Uh, the Bombers up against the Lions.
3: Our well, boys. Yeah. Our, Our boys, Nats. Benny. They are going to dominate. Yep. They, SNN would have their tails up after that win, but unfortunately they beat a team that is absolutely, as Tommy Flanagan would put it, garbage. Uh, Brisbane will give them a reality check.
0: Absolutely, they will. They're going to run and they're going to gun and they are going to absolutely
2: take the Bombers down on Correct. the MCG. Daves, disagree, boys. Don's to they're they're okay at Marvel and I think it's at the MCG. Is it? <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, that, that's even more reason for me. Brisbane don't play on the G very often, and I think they're they're a young list. And I'm just going to tip the dots. Who are
3: going to come of age this weekend? I reckon.
2: Well, to go four and zip, that would be an impressive start. Unbelievable. But Don's for me.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Brisbane as well. I like I like what Brisbane's doing at the moment. They're just taking the game on, and they've got it. And they've got a really nice complement. On their, in their best uh, of old and young in their list at the moment. Mate, like it's, it's Hodge
3: and Fagan that has been the making of that.
1: And and how how much is the likes of Mitch Robinson and Charlie Cameron and, yep. and, and these sort of older... But Lincoln, Lockie Ma- Lincoln McCarthy's yeah. come across. Lockie Neal is obviously a great recruit, but um, I think that, that sort of senior group that they're building there is really exciting, and their younger group has, is terrific, yep. terrific talent.
0: Port Adelaide versus the Tiggs, Adelaide Oval.
1: Port Adelaide
3: two goals. Yeah,
2: tight
1: one. Yeah, Port. Port. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go
2: Oh. Richmond have no, got a lot of outs. No so loss set
1: either. Out. No loss set either. The no, suspension to set is no a big one. For the no dusty. No Dusty, no Yes, and yeah, no Rance. No Rance well. no and no yeah, yeah, Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide. Yeah.
0: Port Adelaide for mine. Still probably be a tight one, but um, yeah, two goals. Uh, north at Marvel versus the Crows. Don't tip North. Never tip
1: North. North suck. They suck. They <laughs> garbage football club. I tipped them on the weekend. garbage. I tipped them on the weekend. They got out to a five-goal head start against Hawthorne. Blood. I was like, yes, come on. Good tip. Good tip. No good. And, then and then you realized who you'd backed. Bloody North. They north Melbourne, again. mate. Never north, do it again.
3: North Melbourne. Can we just touch on that game? Chad Wingard's final quarter was nice. I've yes. replaced Cyril.
2: Yeah, I've replaced Cyril. Yeah, yeah. I'll go the uh, the Hundred
0: percent. Even without your man, Paul Seedsman.
2: Yeah, so lovely to see Cedo escape the ACL injury. So, sending the best regards from the True Bloods here to Cedo. If you're listening, mate.
0: Uh, over at Optus Stadium, the Derby. Saturday Ooh, night, six ten p.m. That'll be a great game, West Coast versus the Dockers. <laughs> is Dockers that on is a Saturday, Saturday evening? Is it? it? It's Saturday
2: night, and the Dockers are a ten-goal better side. Yep. at home, so could make it competitive.
1: Six ten p.m. Australian Western Standard. I love Dockers. that. Eagles yeah, coming I'm, back I'm from per- coming back from Melbourne. Dockers played at home last week. Get to play at home again. Well, I'm sure have...
0: the soothing waters of Cottesloe Beach have probably <laughs> done them a world of uh, <laughs> a world of. Nice spot down yeah, it's, there, isn't it oh, mate,
3: it's the best. It's, uh, it's the absolute best. Um, <laughs> hard to tip against West Coast stuff.
0: A couple that. of Bacardi Mojitos going around on Cottesloe Low Beach at the moment. For Got sure. some good presence. Uh, it will be the Eagles. They are in good form. Yeah, Eagles
3: for me. Yeah, very hard to tip against them. Fremantle.
2: Ooh!
1: Why? Fremantle. I I'd love the... Fremantle. Fremantle. The, uh, the outside run. At the moment, there's 6 6 when the ground opens up um, for the Dockers, they are really tough to stop going forward. The, you look at the Hill, Hill boys, uh, Hogan just and McCarthy. The that's great a, McCarthy. D- um, Mickey Walters as well, Sonny Walters. There, Hogan. All up and about at the moment at the Dockers, and I, I just have a feeling that Eagles coming back from Melbourne, um, that might just give the Dockers just a little bit to get over the line in the derby. Going coast to coast,
0: first match on Sunday at Metricon Stadium. The Blues up against the Suns.
1: Jesus, you can't go past the Suns. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that ever, but you can't go past the Suns.
3: You'd have to. Blues.
1: Good on
0: them. I'm, I'm, I'm Blues. I'm, yeah, I, I, it'll yeah. be a tight one, but I'm going to back in the Suns. Okay. Yeah, Suns.
2: Blues for me. Uh, they were once again showed a lot against us, and I like their midfield core there. they got going there, and the likes of Ed Kerr now popping up against us, kicking four. I don't think the Suns can be up and about as they were, so they're, they're holding on against the team like the Dogs, um, just getting over the line, so yeah, i will tip the Blues.
0: 3.20pm down here in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium, the final game of the rounds, St Kilda, Saints up against the Hawks.
3: Back
1: in the Hawks here. Hawkers. Saints were unlucky to go down last week. Put in, put in a brave fight but couldn't um couldn't end up getting over the line. I'm gonna go Hawthorne though as well. I really liked what Hawks I saw. Hawks are from... back, I reckon. Well they're... I thought back. the reason I mm. tipped North yeah. on Forth- are back. The reason Forthorn, I tip north is Shields and Burgoyne both came out and I thought Where, where's where's their midfield? What's their yeah. midfield gonna be? And some unheralded Bobbed blokes up. popped up and Warpedo. Yeah hey, Warpedo's War... pretty handy. Warpedo. Um yeah wing, Hawthorne
3: uh, Wingard like I was I was saying to a mate at three quarter time, he's been nowhere, and then
1: pew, and, turned it on, unbelievable. And Smith, Isaac Smith, and Big Boy McAvoy and Luke Bruce, Stratton. those Stratton, those leaders at the Hawks, just when North were you Gunston. could you could see you could see as soon as those guys turned it on, the North blokes their heads dropped a little they bit, they wilted, didn't yeah. they?
0: Well, boys, that rounds out our. Uh... Our pod for the week. This has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And that is all for tonight. Can the mighty bloods for this Thursday night against the D's at the SCG. Make sure you check us out on all the social channels. iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook, Instagram and... Matt's? Spotify. (laughs) Thanking you kindly. Thanks to Madison Clark, Dave Baxter and Tommy Flanagan back in the studio.
1: Thanks for having me Benny I think you've been doing a fantastic job hosting the show Guest panellist And and, and, mate, continue
0: (laughs) My name's Benny Andrew, I've been in the driver's seat It's been a pleasure, we'll see you next week on True Bloods Speaking words of wisdom Up the swatties We're speaking words of
2: wisdom Up Up the swatties Up the swatties, up the swatties Up the swatties, up the swatties We're speaking words of wisdom. After soarys!
0: Woo! This has been a Podular Media production.